What's up, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Dr. Joey Kramer podcast. I am your host, Dr. Kramer, and this is a podcast for those who are interested in pursuing health in a holistic and natural way. I hope everybody is just crushing it this week and you guys are living the best version of yourselves daily. You know, over the last few weeks, I have been segmentally breaking down the patterns of how we can work daily to create the habits and create the uh, task or the list or the, um, let's say, items. I hate the word items. I think, let's say, the idea of um, what task we have to pursue. I think that's really the best thing in order to create the best version of ourselves and how it all starts with what story we tell ourselves and if that story is one limiting us or two helping propel us into the future of becoming the best version of ourselves. So today I want to dive into a topic about your dreams. You see, I was watching a movie yesterday and it was talking about kids, right? And it was high school musical on the Disney channel, right? My kids are young and they love this movie. And in it, one of the characters asked the other main character, do you remember what it was like to be a kid where you went up, you met your friend and, or you met somebody immediately you became best friends. You shared your dreams with one another without judgment, without being cast out, without being ostracized in your community. And I was thinking about this and I was thinking about in the present day, how has social media been a avenue to crush your dreams? How has modern day communication implemented the tools that break you in your pursuit of your dreams? Why did all of a sudden we change from being that little kid that was fearless, that said, I want to be a marine biologist. I want to swim with Shamu. I want to go to the moon. I want to save lives as a doctor. I want to do X to the person that says, I can't do that. I might as well just sit at home and collect unemployment, right? It's really interesting to me because traditionally, most people have the flexibility, the freedom, and the strength to go after what they want. But on the flip side, in the last couple of years, what I've noticed is that more and more people are medicated for anxiety, medicated for depression, and are absolutely lost with pursuing their purpose, pursuing their dreams, and pursuing becoming the best version of themselves. Instead, they are stuck on the Western ideology of chasing down the almighty dollar, and they live in a state of perpetual fear because somebody else controls their future. You're just a rat on the wheel, running continuously, hoping for that promotion hoping that you get more pay, hoping that you finally find fulfillment and never ever truly internally reflecting on if you are really chasing down your dreams, your vision, your purpose of who God called you to be. And so today I want to talk to you about this idea of adversity and the idea that many of you have been given this, this all of us actually, let me back up here for a second. Every single one of you has been called by name. God has counted every single hair on your head. He knows every single thing about you, and he has destined you for greatness. 
Now, greatness may not be what the Western ideology sells you, right? Not everybody can be Steve Jobs. Not everybody can be Jeff Bezos. However, you can be your own Dr. Joey Kramer, right? I can be my own person. I can help 300 people get better on a weekly basis and transform their life. That leaves an impact, right? I can go out and build a highway and I can know that, that my service is life-changing because it allows people to commute to, be- to work faster, better, and without wrecks, right? There are various things you can do that are your purpose that do not align with the idea that you have to make billions of dollars and create a product that will forever change the world like the Apple iPhone, right? And so with that being said, I want to discuss to you this idea or unfold, unpackage this idea of adversity. And I think that over the course of the last 20 or so years, that in the face of adversity, we are given or we are taught to either shrink, right, to hide, to stop growing, to just do our 40-hour-a-week job, punch our time slot, sit at our cubicle, use our red stapler don't rock the boat, or we are taught to swell. And oftentimes I find that this is a product of the environment that we are raised in, right? So I came from a family that was go-getters, my whole family, right? As my mom likes to tell me all the time, your name is a Kelly and Kellys don't quit, right? On On the flip side, as my dad says, you're a Kramer. We're born to be entrepreneurs. We know how to kill it and we know how to survive and we know how to win. Right. So I come from two parents whose parents are freaking winners. And as a result, I know that I can be a winner and I know that I have the skill set to pursue what it means to win in my life and to succeed at doing it. However, in my own story and my own journey, I was bullied between 13 and 15 years old. And as a result, when it came to being in the spotlight, when it came to public speaking, when it came to talking to large groups of people, when it came to being on camera, when it came to being the center of attention, I would run away. I would flee. I would fear judgment. I would fear being the reject. I would fear being picked last on the kickball team, right? Because the kids treated me so poorly in middle school, right? And as a result, As I grow as an entrepreneur, sometimes I shrink. And that is something that I have had to work very, very hard to recognize. As I like to say, in my first year of business, I was a lemming jumping off the cliff every single day, wanting to close down my business, go back to working in the secure environment of running a 40-hour week, working on the corporate payroll so that I could actually have security for my family and for my life. But once again, my life story, I'm a Kramer and a Kelly. Security is not what we live in. We live in risk and we live in entrepreneurship and we live in going out to buffer and change the world, to actually agitate and change the world with a worldview that is challenging to the Western culture. So as a result, in my own story, and maybe this will resonate with you, because I was bullied, I have tendencies to shrink. When my practice starts to grow above a certain standpoint, I try to hold back, right? And now I've had to hire a coach to help me recognize these tendencies, someone to help me accelerate and knock down the wall of shrinking, of the fear of bullying, of the story I've told myself for 20 some odd years, and help me swell and grow so that I can actually move into a new level, right? And just because I move to a new level doesn't mean 
that I won't have new devils. You see, our stories that we have in our life are cyclical. They are also circumstantial. Every time I get on this microphone, my heart rate goes up. Every time I log on to a Facebook Live, my heart rate goes up, my palms sweat, I start talking really fast. This is because of my predecessor of me being bullied in my middle school years. And so as a result, I'm like, man, nobody's going to like this. I'm going to hold back. But what my coach, Coach Jesse, has been helping me work on is this idea of not holding back. And that's the same thing as my other coach, Coach Courtney, tells me. She and him have been working diligently with me to understand the psyche of people and how I can take this anger, this rage, this creative energy that I have built up inside of me and re and repurpose it to help you transform your own life because I have such a breadth of life experience and taking care of so many different types of sick people that I have to flip the script of the story. And instead of yelling at you about their about the story and the symptoms and how we helped them, it is intentionally sharing with you their story. So if I can play this back for you, I have a patient who's 13 years old. Right now, present day, bullies suck. You know, when I was a kid, at least they did it to my face and I could get in a fight with them, right? And I would know who win or who won or who lost, right? You could punch them. You could hit them. You could actually, you know, do some damage to another person. Present day, that no longer works. These young kids are having their dreams smashed by these kids who get on Snapchat, who get on Instagram, who get on Facebook, and they tell them things like, hey, I'm going to provide a noose for you to go hang yourself to a 13-year-old kid. When they call him the names that we don't like to be called. And these things just disappear after 15 seconds and the parents never see it. And the kid has to internalize this days, weeks, months until he can't take it anymore. And then he erupts. No wonder 75% of Gen Z is going to be on anti-anxiety and antidepressants. Right now, our youth are having their dreams shattered. They are being beat down by bullies in the community that are keeping them from living their best life. And as a result, in the near future, when they, it's their turn to shine, when it's their turn to come to the world and say, this is my flag, this is my purpose, this is my opportunity to transform the world, Instead of growing into a man or a woman, into an entrepreneur, into a doctor, into a marine biologist, into a space cadet, somebody along those lines, they shrink. They become a lifetime addict of antidepressants and anti-anxiety drugs. They fit into the cog. They lose their purpose. And they never fulfill the God-given right they've been given in this world. So, with that being said, my challenge to you parents is to invest heavily in your kids. Be present for them. Build them up. Help them grow and not shrink in the face of adversity. Now understand also in that same breath that each one of your children, each one of the people you encounter, even yourself is going to have different strengths. One of the best tools that I have ever encountered in my life is a Gallup Finder. And if you have not taken that test, I encourage you to heavily rely upon that and go take it and learn a little bit about yourself. I take a test called the Top 5, Bottom 5 so I can learn 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 
my best five strengths, how I can win in this life. And then one, two, three, four, five, my bottom five strengths so I can recognize who I need to hire on my team to help chase down the pursuit of transforming the health and well-being of my tribe, of my community. You see, because in my world, I have my own strengths that I developed as a result of my life experience, much like you have your own strengths that you have developed as a result of your experience in this own world. And if you do not leverage your strengths, you will forever be stuck as a cog in the wheel of economic production, never ever having lasting purpose in this life, and never ever aiming to transform the world. My challenge to you today is to do, as Les Miserables said, dream a dream and dream big, bigger than you can ever imagine. And then I dare you to chase down that dream. God does not teach you to think small. He does not teach you to shrink. He teaches you to go out, to be a prophet to all nations, to transform the world. Every single one of you is called to greatness. Every single one of you is called to live your dreams. If you choose to continue to shrink, you will not live your dream. You will be a product of the Western society. You will live the lies the bullies did to you, and you will not become the best version of yourself. Find out what your strengths are. Find out what your weaknesses are. Build the team, chase down the dream, transform this world.